Welcome back to Podcast 99, where we discuss all things Woodstock 99. I'm Joshua Evans. I'm sitting next to Ryan Lichten here. Unfortunately, Parks isn't with us today, but not to worry because we have a very special treat for you guys. Mm-hmm. Today mm. is our second installment of our Survivor Stories, and we have a very special guest in the studio today. Yes, I would love to introduce my good friend, Pony to the Podcast 99 studios. How are you doing? Hi, thanks so much for having me today. I'm excited to be here. We're yeah, excited. Yeah, this is, is going to be good. Like, this is one of those days where we've literally had to stop talking to each other because <laughs> we're we keep, like we're too excited. We want to hear all this shit even before we're recording. So this is like, now I'm here. I don't even know where to start. I'm so fucking excited. So when we started this podcast, you know, we kind of put out our feelers like, hey, who's been there? You know, at the end of every episode, we always, you know, throw that out and try and find people that went, worked at, played at Woodstock 99. And, you know, our, our first uh, survivor was my buddy's dad, Tony, and then Pony. And that totally caught me by a surprise. When you told me <laughs> that you went, I could not fucking believe it. But you grew up in Rome, New yeah. York, right? Yeah, I was born and raised in Rome, New York um, and lived there most of my life until I went away to school. So, like, okay, when when Woodstock happened, you were what? Like, you were in your teens, right? You're- I was just a little teenager um, running around the streets on my skateboard and Listening yeah, I'd go to into high school and that kind rock. of thing. Yeah. yeah. Punk rocker. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And, uh, you know, be, be, as we were leading into this, you were kind of telling me that your, your family, you, you know, you grew up in Rome, New York, so you were local. Woodstock was happening in your town, you know what I mean? Which is kind of an insane thing to think about. Like, imagine, you know, wherever you're living out there listening to this podcast, imagine wherever your town is, your hometown, where you grew up, not the big city you moved to, to, you know, start your art career or whatever. Uh, imagine if the biggest cultural event in in the time you've been alive is happening in your neighborhood. Yeah. That's got to be crazy. <clears throat> yeah. And it, um, I lived, you know, right on the other side of the base. Like, honestly, there was a road and then there was a gate and a fence and that other side was there for a space. Um, you know, the planes and stuff weren't like right there next to the house, but Griffiths it Air was Force very base. big. Yeah. yeah. Griffiths air force base, um, which actually was a, a lot of like what was going on in the time at the city was affected by the base, which had closed in like 1995. So like a couple of years prior to Do that. Do you know why? Um, I, from what I understand, um, it was like really top on the, the hit list at the Gulf War of like a place that was going to uh, possibly be. I don't know. I was young and I know that a lot of my friends like had to move away and stuff. And a lot of families were leaving the area. The base so just destroyed people's lives yeah. consistently. It really destroyed the economy in like Rome, New York and stuff <laughs> at that time. So like Griffiths. Have there, there were all these proposals for things that they could do there. So they're like some of my favorites were like a racetrack. So like, <laughs> um, and then my top favorite was like um, amusement park. So like they yeah. had all these ideas. But now I think like NORAD is up there. Um, so it's like the north like communication system basically for like all air traffic and stuff like that. Jesus hmm. Christ. Yeah, that's I mean, you know, I, I you know, it's I'm guessing that the Rome kind of environment was kind of suburban like where the houses you know just like straight it up like suburbs was. like small and town america stuff but to have a military base but also it was a toxic waste dump for years and it was on the nation's like 
top 10 list of the most environmentally like damaging. You so know, I'm like, going to yeah, be honest. Bizarre. Like I actually didn't even know that until I heard about it on your show. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it made so much sense because like these people used to come uh, and like test the soil across the street. And my grandma was always like super paranoid about the base. And like, she'd be like, you know, don't, talk about drugs on the phone even if you're just <laughs> pretending yeah. because the base even is if you're listening. pretending because we even all pretend to buy drugs on the phone around <laughs> right. our grandma yeah. right and so like she was like convinced the base was listening to our calls and just like stuff like this and it didn't really make any sense but also I know that like one of the founders of the base like basically created the like first atomic bomb so there's like wow. all this crazy interweaving history of that so yeah Griffith man we're I, you know I'm just going to say this now for reference. This really isn't for the benefit of the listeners. But just for reference, we need to do like a full episode on just the history of Griffiths Air Force Base. That's that's for sure. Yeah, uh, I'd be happy to talk about that with you, too, because I like helped install an international sculpture garden there with like, all these different <laughs> artists and stuff. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. You were a Rome girl. You were, yeah. like, <laughs> you were like the all-American I was like Rome a really big fish in a small pond you know like growing up there so i love I like, that and you actually saw like speaking of uh you know the the small pond you saw a lot of the emerging artist bands or like those first day pre-show bands that were like local acts like who were some of the bands that you know that that played at 99 but you saw like locally um i wasn't like i didn't super know a lot of them but like you would hear them on the radio right. all the time so like k-rock and they were like k-rock bands so there was like red herring and yeah. gridley page gridley, and, yeah, and yeah. mo Mo. Yeah. Mo, you know, what does most stand for? Because we were, uh, we were trying <laughs> okay. to figure that out just in one of the last us. episodes. Just, just do it. Uh, it stands for Monkeys on Ecstasy. <laughs> there you have it. And that was like what they actually were called. And then they just started being called by Mo. Yeah, because, you know, yeah. much better name. You know what I mean? It's it's a lot more palatable. And it's one word. Monkeys on Ecstasy. <laughs> that solves the big mystery. Because we were literally, I mean, that's like a whole, that opens up a whole new way to shit on them because we were shitting on them just for Mo, but now we got monkeys on ecstasy to work yeah. with. I mean, holy shit guys. Like this is a huge development, just but crazy. you were telling me that, that Mo actually, a, they're still active. That's, they that's are a- still active. They have a Facebook page, which I actually looked up. Um, and they have been throwing this festival for years and years in New York state at Vernon Downs race track. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called Mo Downs and it yeah. has, they should have just called it the Mo Down. Again, a band that calls themselves Monkeys on Ecstasy, not like the brightest folk. I mean, great musicians and uh, all that. Throw down at the Mo Down. Oh fuck yeah! But yeah, that's that's insane. Did you ever go to one of those? I never. <laughs> unfortunately, I never. <laughs> no, got you were space, a punk. But um, no, yeah, I was just like not into. I was too cool for that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I did no, go to yeah, the we K Rockathon though. Like uh, the K Rockathon was the K Rock was the big radio station of like Central New York, mm-hmm. and they would have this festival at the Vernon Downs racetrack too. So, yeah. <laughs> Vernon. Okay, so the year is 1999. Woodstock is announced that it's happening in your town. Your family, you know, I, I know that you were saying that they were very involved in the community they, uh, yeah. through their careers. So if you want to just, you know, get in that really quick, kind of like, if you will, please just set the stage for Woodstock being announced in the town. Let's build it up here. Let's uh, let's figure out yeah. how it was when it was announced to the people that actually had to work with the city. Um, So the economy at the time was pretty bad after the base had left. Uh, A lot of families and businesses were kind of trickling down and the business would kind of go from downtown to uptown. And the base was kind of centrally located, but off to the side of the city. Um, And so when this was proposed and it was coming 
to the city, people were really excited because they saw it as this opportunity to bring money into the community yeah. and stuff like right. that. Right, and a lot of <clears throat> it. Yeah. yeah, and it was a very, like, Italian small city. I mean, Rome from right. New York, yeah. <laughs> so um, Rome, New York. So people were very enthusiastic about, like, this event coming and bringing all this money into the community. and Right. Yeah. And, you know, so, you know, without going, you know, without straying too far away, uh, someone in your family was like worked for the city, right? Like, yeah, was, like, my very grandfather was a county legislator for 20 years um, in the in Rome, yeah, New York, in Rome, yeah. New York. Um, and my uncle was also on the police force. So <clears throat> my so family was pretty involved. involved. Yeah. My grandmother was like woman of the year of Rome, like back in the 80s and stuff. My family <laughs> was like, really? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So, city pride. so true Rome, New York native, uh, you know, did you? Right when it was announced, were you like, I'm going to that? Or was there like, a, did your, you know, did your folks be like, no, you shouldn't go to that? Like, what was kind of the attitude towards it? Like, obviously, it's a big moneymaker, but was there any kind of like social stigma where like, no, that's like not a place for a young girl to go? Like, what, okay. what was going on with that? Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing is like, I was a young teenage girl and I was like, my parents, you know, they're not going to let me go to this. So like, how can I get in there? Mm-hmm. Without them fighting. Right. So, like, my thing was um, I found in, like, the ads at the back of the newspaper, people were looking for people to work Was that there. the Rome, New York Sentinel? Yeah, the Rome, New York yes, Sentinel. Yes, <laughs> which I own every copy yeah. of during the Woodstock <laughs> stint. Yes, confirmation. Yes, all right. And, uh, yeah, I found an ad, and I replied to it, and I got a call back, and they were basically going to give me a ticket. And I think I had to work at, like, just selling pizza and water or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, um. I ended up actually not working it. <laughs> Were you one of the ones that just abandoned ship and fucking went to Woodstock? Yeah. You kind did of. it. <laughs> so I, I was like riding my skateboard around near the Burger King. There was like a record shop and all of this stuff uptown. And, and there were a bunch of people in campers and stuff just hanging out. And this guy sold me a bracelet for like $20, $25 or something Jeez. like that. And I mean, yeah. okay, so you actually brought your bracelet here today and showed us and i gotta tell you like i could make one of those right now <laughs> like they're, they look so fake no matter what like this, but this is back in the day you know what i mean like i went to a major festival recently i hadn't been in years so i didn't know what it was like blah blah, blah. but like you have this digitized wristband that you have to like buzz in everywhere you fucking go everything you buy it's like they know where you're at all yeah. the time it's kind of crazy but back then it's literally like a wristband that you would get at like a bar show yeah it's like <laughs> a plastic little like you clip it on kind of thing and yeah the like black button yeah green waterproof enough yeah waterproof days. enough <laughs> to still survive yeah. like after all these years it's, it's crazy to me that you still have that i mean you have this you, you brought your concert journal which i had never even seen one of these i've seen like <laughs> autograph books and stuff you know growing up around hollywood and all that but like, you know, they, they sell in the shops or like even when you go to Disneyland, you can get like an autograph book for like all the characters to sign. But this is a concert journal. So every page is formatted to have like your ticket and who you saw and your memories and blah, blah. blah. And you have a whole Woodstock 99 section, which just blows my mind because oh I'm a collector God. of this. Yeah. She's got a parking pass here. Oh, my God. So I'm taking this in my hands now, just so you folks at home know what's <laughs> happening here. I'm like being very, very careful. Oh my god! <laughs> Look, dude, this wristband, Griffiths Park, like, dude, Griffiths Park. No, 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 no. <laughs> Griffiths Toxic Waste Dump, Air Force Base, <laughs> Army location shut down, like, broke, break the town, like, bad place. No, Griffiths Park. Yeah, Jesus Christ, this is so amazing. Oh, I love how you say this because they they have it 
this journal, like I said, it's pre-formatted, so it's like band, artist, the scene, opening act, all this stuff going down, and you fill it in. The scene, you say, Griffiths, my backyard. <laughs> incredible. I, and I filled this out when I was, like, you know, younger. And also, stuff you got there it. late, because I'm seeing here, opening act, Offspring. Limp Bizkit. <laughs> yeah. Or, <laughs> this, also, is just amazing. this is such a relic. Like, I'm getting Indiana Jones fever right now where I'm just like, this belongs in a museum. I'm like shaking as I hold this. Is this like a rating system here? Yeah. yeah. You know. Excellent, good, just okay, and pass. And you have circled good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. Dude, our seats were, and then it's rated to die for, good, decent, and can't see a thing. You have good. Oh my God. Do you mind if I read your comment? Do you mind? Please. Is that going to fuck you up? All right. Cool. I don't even know it. I didn't read it yet. All right. So, so comments where you fill in your actual. Mem- oh, actually, what, what you wore. There's a thing for what I wore purple hair, nobody cares, wife beater, tiger print mini skirt, ripped fishnets, Jody loves Mike Ness sign, which we're going to get <laughs> yeah, to in oh a yeah. little bit. That, this is a major development in Podcast 99 and Woodstock 99 history. This is a huge thing that we're going to get to. But just keep that in mind. We're going to reference that later. The the Jody loves Mike Ness sign. So your comments. I bought a bracelet for $25 off some guy in the street and got to take home the playlist for being a diehard fan, getting bottles thrown at me for holding my sign too high. Dang. Overall rating. Oh, my God. So the overall rating scale is excellent, cool, fair, and I want my money back. And I was talking to her about her Mike ne- about the Mike Ness set and how it's very cool. <laughs> You have circled cool as, <laughs> as the rating for that. It's kind of crazy. All right, so, so true to myself. Always yeah, true to myself. Yeah, Pony, ain't no liar. I'll tell you that. You heard it here first, folks, on Podcast 99. So getting back to, to the time. So you had to get in, right? You got your wristband. What day is this? Did you go to first day, second day, third day? What was the timeline that you were there? Well, the reason that I had to go so bad was because Mike Ness was playing. And I was like a huge Social Distortion fan. Mike Ness is the lead singer. Yeah, and he's the lead singer of Social Distortion. And he decided to kind of do a solo thing. And he had released a couple of albums, possibly that year, like the year before. And this would be my first opportunity to like ever see him perform. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I have to go to this, which is why I was like, how can I get in here? I'm going to have to tell my parents I'm working it. But then I bought a bracelet off some guy right. in the street so that I could go and like pretended that I worked, but I didn't really work. Right. Yeah. 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 Who wants to sell pizza when you can yeah. see Mike Ness? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I feel that. So, so that was the drive behind me, like really needing to go. So did you only go that one day or did you go more than one day? I remember I went on Friday. So I went with my best friend, Jerry at the time. Um, she, she and I, I don't remember how she got her ticket, but we were going together and she wanted to go on Friday and it was like, uh, I believe the walls were still up at that time when yeah, we first they went. Been broken down, yeah. Um, and I don't remember so much of it, but I do remember uh, there were like raves and there were just like lights everywhere. We went to like the <laughs> rave hangar and so, and I was like and just not late. having a that's good time. Late night. The yeah. rave hangar stuff is late. Like we haven't even gotten there on our day one coverage. <laughs> oh, yet. No. no, 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 no. Spoiler but like, alert. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. But like that that's a crazy thing to me that I, you know, there's no footage of that. There's, there's very little coverage of the rave scene. Cause I feel like that, I mean, maybe you can attest to this. Maybe it's too far back to really clearly remember, but I feel like that might be the true darkness of Woodstock 99. Like these midnight till the 6 a.m. Rave, rave yeah. 10. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, like, I feel like, you know, the, the little footage that there is, it just seems 
so overwhelmingly sketchy. <laughs> like I can't get over it. Like, did you feel that at all, or like did it just was like a, you another when, party to you? You know? you know, like when you go to a party and all your friends are like on acid, and you're just like drinking a cocktail, and you're like, we are not on the same level. Like that was just kind of what it felt like <laughs> at the rave, where I was like, I can't connect with any connect. of these people. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it just was another level. So, um, so okay, so you went to the rave on Friday. Did you go Saturday at all? Um, I can't. Saturday is like, you know, and, and again, folks, you know, listening at home, Woodstock 99 is something that is notoriously pushed back in history. It's not something that's been heavily covered ever until now because we're very cool guys and we will do this for you. But, you know, the, the, there's no the recollection as a whole is very slim. You know what I mean? Like people say about the original Woodstock. Oh, well, if you remember it, you weren't really there. Bullshit. There's like Academy <laughs> Award winning movies about it. Yeah. There's tons of footage. They re-release the DVD every fucking year. Bullshit. Woodstock 99 is seriously pushed back. So it's like, I can totally under, and also it's like, you know, you're young. It's super exciting. There's a shit ton of people there, almost a million, you know, half a million. It's insane. So I can see where it, it would get thrown back. You know what I mean? In, in, in the memory box here. But so just to refresh you, Saturday is like when Limp Bizkit played Rage Against the Machine, Metallica. Um, that That's when Everclear played, I believe. Um People like that. So if you didn't, if you don't remember seeing, I don't remember seeing. Um, I don't remember Mike Ness really. Was Sunday. Yeah. Okay. That was the day that like I really that was like, your remember. That was okay. like my day. <laughs> now, so we're gonna skip ahead now to Sunday. This is huge. This is a fucking major thing right now that I'm about to drop on y'all. There is footage of Pony at Woodstock '99 in the Mike Ness set video i mean it's there's more yeah that's it's it's, it's a fucking that's crazy a like it's overwhelming i <laughs> again you know i've made this like really fucked up reference before and i swore i would never do it again but i'm gonna do it again like when i was taking this crazy you know history of war class and we got to meet a auschwitz survivor oh, yeah, and yeah. i'm just <laughs> like oh my camp. god this is crazy and like she's letting me touch her tattoo like <laughs> the the only thing close enough <laughs> to that <laughs> is meeting people that went to Woodstock 99. Of course, it's not the same thing, and I'm a terrible person for saying that, and it's not true, and shut up. Uh, anyways, so Mike Ness. You're, you're here to watch Mike Ness's set, the lead singer of Social Distortion, what I, you know, who I consider to be one of the godfathers of dad rock. You know what I mean? It's a very Californian, like, I'm a dad, but I'm cool, and I like Social Distortion. They're, yeah. They're, his, you know, his set at Woodstock is like pretty chill. And it's very cool. Cool, you know, I would say. No, it, it, it's, yeah. very, it's very cool. That's like my only word for it, because he just does like a lot of country covers, you know, a lot of stuff like that. He's wearing a cowboy hat, and he's just like, yeah, Mike Ness, you know. But you I, were there front and center. I rewatched it today on the internet, and I'm not even gonna lie, I cried. Like it was so good. <laughs> this, you cried while watching it. I cried while watching it. I cried. Like it was just, it really, it was beautiful. No, it's yeah. major because because you were a the, like a huge Social Distortion fan, maybe an even yeah. bigger Mike Ness fan at the time. This is Woodstock '99. It's Woodstock. You know, yeah. like didn't you feel and that like that was a different kind of concert than if you had just gone to see them somewhere else? Like it's Woodstock. It was. It was so air? special, and it was my first time. It was yeah. my first time seeing them, and what a special place for that to like yeah. happen! Right. Tell us about the the sign though, because that's a really important part of this uh, this story here. Yes. So Pony is my nickname. Um, my legal name is Jody, um, and I really love attention. So I decided <laughs> that I was going to make this big sign out of cardboard and bring it with me that says Jody Hearts Mike Ness. 
And this, it's a, it's very big it's also. Very this big. Big. Yeah, this is a big, is a big I would have been mad at you, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're like if this people? was at like a WWE match, like she like, would have taken up like the six rows oh, behind dude. her with, yeah. the, with this oh, side. Real quick, the one time I went to a WWE match, this was back when it was WWF. I went to Raw with my dad. We were in the nosebleeds. And this guy had this gigantic fucking four panel sign that just said the people's nosebleed seats with like a picture <laughs> of the rock with a nosebleed. But anyway, so you had this giant sign for Mike Ness. Jody loves. I spent Mike Ness. all day making that with my markers. I was like so excited, and he played kind of in the morning too. Um, I remember it was like they just let you walk in day. with that. Well, what happened was like I there was a bus, like a shuttle bus that they had in the city where you could kind of like get on the bus and it would take you there. So I I rode the bus and I got off the bus and like all the walls were just ripped down. <laughs> like there Sunday, was just, yeah. you just I just walked through. Like wow. you didn't have to go through a gate or anything like that. There it's was. Crazy. Nothing and like the panels were on the ground, like covering the mud, and it was just like tents and garbage, like everywhere. And I was just like, "Well, you know, you just got go my through. bracelet, anyways." Well, that's like you know our our last uh, survivor that we that we had on. He told us that you know he bought a ticket. It was his first online purchase, which is kind of a crazy thing, right? You Love know? that. Yeah, it's amazing. But he said that yeah, he got on a shuttle bus too, and everyone was like. You know, because he went the second day, so you're going the third day now. Yeah. And everyone just said, like, dude, like, don't even worry about getting in the line. Like, just come with us. And he walked in with a 30-pack. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, and news a, another traveled. person saying, you know, just, just for you, you know, folks keeping track, this is our second guest. They both have the recollection of the fences being completely torn down after the first day where you could just walk right in. And that is why everything was overpriced, over flooded overtaken because there was hundreds of thousands of people that didn't pay for a ticket that they weren't planning on being there. And we're definitely got out. So there were a lot of people coming as well, like from the city and the surrounding areas that didn't buy tickets and like heard that you could just get in. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fucking crazy shit, dude. Like I don't, Oh my God. I can't. So, okay. Getting back to the, the site, we keep, we keep bouncing around the main thing about this sign. That's so important to us. I wish you still had it. Oh my God. Again, Indiana Jones, it belongs in a museum, but I left it there. I definitely left it there. Like after it had yeah, happened, you leave, I just threw it on the ground. You leave your trash. You well, just yeah, litter. yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. There's no, there's well, no way also, around that one. <laughs> I was also having a really hard time at the end of that and trying to find the bathroom and stuff like that. So like, Oh, and we're going to get to that in a second. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to, I'm not going to necessarily, you know, that, that's a, yeah. this is a actually, yeah. Okay. So real quick, we got to well, get, only, this so is the there is footage thing. of the Mike Ness yeah. set, right? Just like every other set that was on one of the main two stages at Woodstock 99, the East stage and the West stage, the money stage, if you will. And then the lesser one, which was like set up with pillars and like weird, like this, it was Rome. You know what I mean? That was yeah, the whole was, thing. It was, it was like, funny. I realized that the other night and I felt like such a fucking idiot for not realizing that. But I was like, oh my God, the West stage with all these pillars. It's ancient Rome. Like, I'm yeah. such a fucking dumbass. Like, why didn't I realize that? So that makes it even cornier to me <laughs> and cheesier now that I, I've realized that. But, uh, you, you know, the, the so you can watch the Mike Ness set. And that, there's a point where you see the sign go up in the very front row, a giant cardboard sign. And it's Pony <laughs> holding up her sign. And the guy on stage reads it. Yeah, there is this guy after the uh, after the band is done, they leave and there's footage still rolling. And uh, 
the guy, there's a guy that gets up and just kind of starts talking. He's like, there's some lost boys over at the stage. Like, go meet, <laughs> go meet Dan or whatever. And then like. Whatever code that is. I, whatever that means. <laughs> like, what the, like, we got a bad answer to uh, We got lost boys over here. Like, you know, at Disneyland, I always heard that there's a code when people, because people want their ashes scattered at Disneyland. So I heard that every once in a while they change up the code for this. But like, if someone's like, I want my ashes scattered on Space Mountain and someone does it, they're like. Yeah, we got a uh, Uncle Henry on uh, Space Mountain. Like, you know, whatever the, whatever the code is, and it's like, oh, shit, someone dumped ashes. You know, it's like, kind of like that. Yeah, what does that mean? People well, do that? We got some lost boys. Yeah, they're making an announcement, and they're like, these lost kids, go meet, you know, your Uncle Davey or whatever. That's scary. Oh, lost then, See, that changes the yeah. whole perspective. I was thinking it was a kid, but a lost kid know. is scary. I don't know if it was that. a kid. Or if it was an adult, whatever. It just kind of yeah, sounded, maybe it sounded lost. like a kid. I don't know. I'm kind of high. Yeah. But like, uh, <laughs> if you couldn't tell, I'm like trailing off. But so <laughs> then he's like pointing out these people's hats and stuff. And then he's like, Jody loves Mike Ness. There you go. And he says that he reads the sign. I hold it up for him to read. And then one of the security guards grabs the playlist and hands it to another guy. And then he goes to hand it to me. Some girl tries to grab it. And he's like, no. But then he like hands it to me and it was on, I was cleaning my room actually and just like letting it play when I heard my name and I was like, oh my God, that moment is like captured. It was so beautiful. And you had the set list, which is like, even cr- that's pretty. That's I even do. crazier I don't than have having the wristband or no. the or the the parking pass. Yeah, or that's like, amazing. Yeah. That's a a huge thing. That's it was written incredible. in like red pen. Wow, and it, it was, was like written. It wasn't together. even printed. No, it was what handwritten. Was yeah, and it had um, a piece of tape on it because it was so long that it like they couldn't fit it all. Played forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's fucking. And crazy. it was the one that was right in front of him. It was it was his playlist. So yeah. next time you dig it up, send us a picture of this. I'm yeah. going to. Yeah, I actually, in a museum. I searched <laughs> for it feverishly it today. Yeah, that's fucking. But, so okay, did you stay? You stayed though, like for that day, at least, or like, for long? Like, well, who else did you? Do you remember I, seeing at, at the festival? I remember. I think Jewel was playing oh. at some point. Oh, that's your favorite, Ryan. Um, and it was just. It was just miserable, to be honest. (laughs) Like, there was... It was just garbage everywhere. It smelled like crap. There was, like, mud. But, like, how is there mud when it's so hot outside? And it was just, like, extremely hot. And then the worst thing that could, like, possibly happen to any woman at a festival happened to me was I got my period. Mm. And I, like, didn't want to leave. It was, like, emergency, right? Your emergency. So I was, like, okay, porta-potties. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're all just like covered in mud and shit. (laughs) And like there's no toilet paper and no tampons, nothing. Like this is a nightmare. I'm I'm sorry I'm laughing, but it's just like, what a fucking shit show. But it's, it's, you know, we can look back and we can laugh because we survived it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so I was like, this is emergency. What do I do? And so I went into one of the porta potties and he took off my boot and I, I was wearing stockings and then like, socks over it so I could wear boots because you want to be comfortable like when you're so I just took one of my socks out off and like had to use it as a tampon (laughs) for that festival so I was like miserable yeah like even like you wouldn't have time to like get on the bus and like go home like whatever I was like I'm just gonna be this dirty Woodstock hippie girl today I guess with a sock (laughs) with a sock maxi pad Oh my god! Yeah. You know, and you know, like, and, and it's Sorry, it's to our like fault. TMI. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Because because as as you know, men as, as as you know, males, we don't we we haven't even really thought of that. 
You know what I mean? It's just in our nature, I guess, to be uh, selfish. Yeah, tricks. girls need to, but, uh, girls need toilet paper every time they go to the bathroom, not just number two. You know, yeah. like it's like there's no to, like what life lessons. You know? Yeah, no, no, but truly, and so it's like you know because yeah, everyone knows about the mud, and everyone knows that the toilets were mm-hmm. you know if you listen to this podcast, you know this by now that the toilets were you know fucked and the showers were leaking mm-hmm. and that's where the mud came from and blah blah yeah. blah. But I never considered that because there was there's no napkins even like even at the food places and they no, probably charge you for the them if there was they're all on the ground <laughs> yeah like, you're gonna use that the no, water yeah. bottles and the pizza plates oh and God. stuff so, like tell us about that a little bit about like water prices and like like food price like did you eat there did you buy drinks like what, what's going on did i don't really stuff in? what's going on i don't really remember like eating food there um i do remember that water everyone's saying four dollars i remember seven i remember seven dollars it may have just been like a sunday thing right the last last ditch attempt no it did it did raise (laughs) throughout the days it started at four that's what was in the rome sentinel uh the thursday before the friday that started the festival with like because they public they're like prices are fair but a little high and it was like four like that was what was first reported but yeah it did raise as so by sunday fuck yeah everything's gonna be as expensive yeah Yeah, i remember water was seven dollars and i was like fuck that and then i also (laughs) remember that how much is the beer though um, I don't, I don't remember. You're I don't drink. Young, beer. I don't, yeah, I don't well, drink beer. Well, didn't Tony say that by that point the, the beer was like three dollars? Well, he said, yeah, he said beer was cheaper than water there, which is kind of like medieval times. Yeah, you know, where it's safer to drink the beer <laughs> than the water. You know? But okay, so you didn't eat. The, the water was too expensive. Like, did you go to like the water fountains or anything like that? Like, 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 how did you survive? Like, tell us, like, how do we survive Sunday at Woodstock '99? Um, I do remember that there was just like a sea of garbage everywhere. It was just like. You're walking through empty bottles and like, you know, paper plates and stuff like that. And like, it was like, I feel like the food I remember, there was like, you could get a funnel cake. Or something like yeah, that. Yeah. He was no, like, no, what? There's, no, there's <laughs> footage of that in the Dimitri tape. Not, yeah. Nothing, you know, <laughs> like, wow, replenishes you. Like nutritious a value. Yeah. You know, I think I probably like had a book bag and like brought water or something like that. But um, And you yeah. just walked right in so you were able to get that stuff in. Because yeah. if you had gone through the gates with your wristband, they would have taken that from yeah. you. Yeah. Because they're fucking sons of bitches. Yeah, and that's crazy. The thing about it is that it was really spread out. Like there was a lot of walking that had to happen yeah. to go from one place to the other, and there was not any shade. Yeah. So it was like, I don't well, know. I burned so I mean, were easily. Were summers in Rome like, like usually harsh, or was like, because like, I think the, just from, a big open open area, like I, I, no yeah, shade and, and at and the tarmac all and the asphalt, like definitely the problem drove because it's just and like also, you're you're walking on like a huge black surface. It's just absorbing all the mm-hmm. heat that could possibly come yeah. down. It's on also it. very humid there, which is something yeah. um, that okay. like really oh, elevates that kind of environment. Yeah, so, it's I, not you know, a dry I'm feeling summer for you right now. I got to yeah. tell you, like, like just Woodstock '99, like <laughs> well, you, sock yeah. humidity, like oh god. But you were talking about all the walking. You said you, uh, Jewel. Did you get a chance to go across? from that and see seven dust i think was playing at the time <laughs> because they 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 like to take more credit for the riots than than anyone else it's the wow. only ba- dude seven but they're also I, saying that yeah. ironically enough though that they're also like one of the most posy of those bands truly yeah the singer uh points out a rainbow that occurred yeah. uh wow. if you remember a rainbow you probably don't i don't think anyone <laughs> yeah. does except for us yeah. but uh yeah so First of all, Jewel is one of my favorite sets at Woodstock 99. I can't wait to get to it, like, in our timeline. Uh, did you, I mean, did you hang out to to, to watch any of that? Because 
when you watch it on the pay-per-view, you know, it's a quiet set, you know, you know, it's jewel, but you can hear motherfuckers like show us your tits and shit like that. Like, yeah. were you seeing a lot of that kind of stuff? Like a lot of just like nasty guy shit going on. I was definitely more towards the back. Like I didn't want to get up close for any of that stuff. And I didn't really care I mean, enough about general, those artists, though. but like, um, as far as like, I mean, everyone was just kind of drunk. Everyone was kind of like, <laughs> just like, you know, it was, Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, because all a lot of the artists say the same thing where they're like, well, like, I'm not surprised necessarily that that shit was going on. But I mean, by no means could we see that from the stage. You know, it's a sea of people. So I always right. wondered, like, if you're in that sea of people, like, for instance, when you saw Mike Ness, like when you watch that set on, on the pay-per-view feed, it's not one of the nastier ones at all. Like no, everyone's no. having a good yeah, time and stuff. So standing. you might have missed that. But, you know, that like. I mean, I, that's why I, we, we have to ask everyone that comes here because that's such a major theme of the actual mainstream news coverage of Woodstock 99 is these assaults. So we really want to get like a clear picture. Like, Did you feel any of that kind of energy at all there? Or was it just like your typical 1999 music festival? Um, I didn't really see or experience anything like that while I was there. Um, I stayed a lot on the outskirts of like things. Like when I saw Jewel, I kind of watched her from the TVs on the side. Oh, just sitting sort of down thing. watching yeah. Jewel. Yeah. Fuck, man, yeah. take me there. Well, one thing I want to ask, going back to Seven Dust, because I've watched this. Inter- <laughs> I watched this interview. I watched. I watched an interview. I just want to. I want a confirmation here. He claims that during their set. Because Jewel was playing at the same time on the other stage, he claims that everyone bounced on her and like literally flooded to see them. Was that true? I don't remember that happening. Like I said, it was a long time ago. But I, I personally didn't. I was just chilling watching Jewel. I don't know what Seven Dust was doing, but. I don't think uh, most people do. Yeah. To be honest with you, it's uh, yeah. Well, he was just trying to make it seem like this, like right. No, he made it seem like like just... it was like a siege. Like everyone was like, "Fuck, Jewel! Wait, what's that I hear in the distance? Yeah, seven that's dust!" Exactly and then like everyone's described. like climbing these mountainous like hills, like running there across the tarmac. They're like, like slipping, the sliding through the mud. Yeah. To, oh, like, did get you see a lot faster. of mud people? Like, what was going on with yeah. the mud? Was that like yeah. a thing? Were they hanging out together? Did you see drumstock where everyone's banging on trash cans? Like. Like, tell us about like what the the nor like the not music side was just walking around. Uh, they had they had some different tents that I went inside <laughs> of a couple of them. One of them was like an internet tent, so you could go into the internet <laughs> tent an and email. like yeah, you could send an email from Woodstock. <laughs> where, where did, where, God, I wish I could, like I you can like fake that now. <laughs> <laughs> I could just send anyone an email. Big, I'm at Woodstock. Big, okay. <laughs> An yeah. internet tent. Wow, what else? And those are like places that, you know, there was a little bit of shade. And like right. I was just like kind of already miserable from being out in the sun. So like I explored some of the tents. And uh, that's that's the one that sticks out the most in my mind was the internet tent. <laughs> what are you looking at on the internet? What, like rotten.com? <laughs> what, is this, what are some 90s websites? Whitehouse.com. You yeah. guys remember that shit? <laughs> Whitehouse.com. E-bombs world. Was yeah. that it? <laughs> Do Newgrounds. Yeah, yeah Newgrounds. no. Uh, dude, sh- and Z thing. Oh, rate my, my God. T- rate my cat.com. Oh, rate my poo. Dude, all that. Oh, <laughs> my God. Rate my finger was another one. Dude, oh, my God. Wow. The glory days of the internet. Now it's all just garbage. So you went to the internet tent. I mean, you know, when we watched like the mystery tape that I was telling you about that we've mentioned before, like I've seen like, you know, there's like henna tattoos and, you know, activist tents selling like bumper stickers and shit like that. Like and and yeah, all the food was like carny food, you know, mm-hmm. like funnel cakes, hot dogs, and and fucking lemonade. That's like half water, half sugar. Um, but I mean, I mean, 
you know, I know you remember the internet temp, but like, did you try and buy any merch or like, did you remember like what the, any of that shit was like, like the official stuff? Um, I think there was a lot of unofficial stuff happening too. Cause there were just like, you know, people selling homemade t-shirts out of their bags and stuff like that. And everybody wants a souvenir when they go to like Woodstock 99. I mean, right. people in that city are still wearing their shirts that they, you know, got from there at the time and stuff like people. Well, wow, cause I have a uh, pretty decent collection now of official Woodstock 99 staff t-shirts. I was I showing you them. like all the different. They're so impressive. And, and, and the first thing that pony says to me is, Oh, people in Rome still wear these. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're still just like, well, it's a T-shirt. I gotta wear a shirt. Yeah, to like Walmart, some, some guys you know? like some guys like painting a house. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't like, like a Woodstock shirt. shirt. Yeah, <laughs> that's incredible. Some guy like rolls up from under a car. With some but, tools but you didn't get any any of that. You saved your your real stuff. You saved the wristband. You have a parking pass here. You yeah, showed us. You have, have that set list. And yeah, I have a parking pass and the set list. And that's uh, incredible stuff. Yeah. I gotta tell you. So, okay, what was, like, when did you leave? Like, when was, like, okay, I'm calling it quits, I'm going home, and then Woodstock 99 is over. I definitely left, um, like, during the daytime still. I probably left, like, not long after Jewel. Oh, so Um, you didn't see the Chili Peppers or anything like that? No, I was supposed to come back later. Um, I was supposed to come back later for that show, and then... Circumstances ended up, I didn't get to Talk about that a little bit? Um, You can be vague as possible, but it's so important. Well, um, someone that... uh, that I know was dating a musician who was playing that night and they had sent a limo over to pick us up and take us there. And the traffic was bad and stuff like that. But, um, so it was a little bit late and the person I was supposed to be going with did not like my outfit, which was, um, which was the mini skirt, the tiger, tiger print, 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 yeah, that that I had listed (laughs) in the journal. That was what I was wearing. And they were like, you are not allowed to get in this limo wearing that. And I was like, your person, that you're dating, like wears a sock on stage on their penis. So like, I don't if think you're smart you have... enough. You will figure out who <laughs> this might be about. And okay, I, but was, go on. <laughs> I was like, you know, they can wear that on stage, but I can't get in their limo in this like mini skirt. Like I'm not going. So we got into a fight and I ended up not going. And you went and by yourself and you ended up on yeah. MTV. And where's the other person? <laughs> Fucking chop liver. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> who cares? Yeah. You rule. They, you know, <laughs> But uh, that's fucking crazy shit. And you, so basically, what I'm hearing is against all odds, you made it to Woodstock '99. I did you make had it to, to. You know, it just it wasn't like none of my friends were going. Like, just my best friend went with me that one day. But like, none of my friends really wanted to go. No one was really like in my age bracket and like in my class, like stoked on it. Or right. at least I yeah. wasn't because I was like, I only listened to '77 street style oi punk rock, so like I'm too <laughs> cool to like be here, you know. And it just. But, like, since Mike Ness was going to be there, I had to, like, find a way. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you ended up on fucking television. And you were on – that was on MTV, too. Like It also, was right? on MTV, yeah. A couple of my friends had mentioned that they had seen it happen. I don't – I never personally saw it. But then when but I saw the that today yeah. – Well, before today, yeah. when was the last time you saw that clip? I had never seen that clip before. Until today? Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. Well, you know, that's what Damn. we're all about here. I you know, the Culture it. Dumps team, the Podcast 99 team, we, we're all about, you know, invoking memories and nostalgia. So that's mm-hmm. amazing that yeah. you saw that just today. I mean, we're going to play the, the sound clip of uh, the guy reading the sign that Pony's holding up. Uh, again, remember that 
you know, her, her, that, that's her nickname. She, her, her legal name is Jody. That's the sign that she was holding up. Jody loves Mike Ness. This is a sound clip of her sign being read on the stage of Woodstock 99 right before she is handed the set list. Jody loves Mike Ness right there. Okay, Jody. All right, stick around. Amazing. Yeah. It's actually amazing. Like, yeah, I, I can't you're, believe that. You're in the video. Your hands. That's you. It's I crazy. Love, I love the part where the guy is trying to hand me the set list and then like someone tries to like take it and he's like, no. Well, savages. Like, you, you can see all this. Her. Yeah, savages. I cried. I cried. It was like so beautiful to like see that moment of my life that you kind of lived it. Yeah. But yeah. like, you know, to like actually see it happen years and years later. That's was really that's, awesome. That's we're, incredible. We're, so we're, we're very glad that you, you know, you had some happy tears over it. Yeah, no, yeah, that that's amazing. Oh yeah, I cry all the time. I cry when I see, <laughs> cry when I see a picture of a cute dog or like, you know. <laughs> that's like, I wasn't yeah. crying because I was upset. Yeah, yeah I wasn't no. crying because I was thinking about that sock in my <laughs> underwear. Like, okay, good. Yes, yes. Yeah, good, yeah, yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, no, definitely. So then Woodstock ends, and and you go home, and uh, this has nothing to do with Woodstock '99, but I loved when you told me this. So. You ended up working for Hot Topic, which is actually the place where you purchase this concert journal that you have. But uh, you had told me about this like managers only exclusive party that they flew you out to. Tell us, you know, this is going to be, folks, just a trigger warning, the most Hot Topic thing you will ever hear in your life. <laughs> what was the theme of this party and who played? Uh, so the managers got thrown out or flown. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. The managers got flown out once a year um, to have like this like big party. And the theme this year was the nightmare before Christmas. <laughs> and they built Halloween town. And it was like this. It was just this huge, beautiful thing. And then social mm. distortion played um, a oh private show. So that was my second time seeing Mike Ness. So the two times that I got to see him was Woodstock 99 and then like a private Basically hot topic party. Up. Yeah. In yeah. Halloween town. 20, was it 20 years later? Definitely the the most hot topic fucking shit awesome. of all. Like a Nightmare Before Christmas themed party with social distortion playing is literally a T-shirt that you would see being sold at a Hot Topic like today. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, but that's amazing. So I really, really, really want to thank you sincerely for coming on today. Your story was amazing. That's so cool that you were there. It's so cool that you saved this stuff. There's others out there just like Pony that we want to interview. So if you went to, worked at, played at Woodstock 99, please email us at podcast99official at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at podcast99. You guys are the best. Stick around. We are going to have a great time here today. Drink water, wear sunblock, and have fun. We got some watermelon heads over there. There you go. Nice hats. There you go. That's the only head you'll be eating. Anyhow. Podcast 99 would like to thank Gray Holger at Contradict Sound for all his technical assistance. If you went to, played at, or worked at Woodstock 99, please contact us at podcast99official at gmail.com or on Instagram at podcast99. Thank you, and we'll see you at Woodstock.